Greetings, foils and ghouls. Welcome to Lovecraft Singles, the Crypt Creepers spin-off podcast where we pretend to talk about works connected to Howard Phillips Lovecraft. I am joined, as always, by the cutest of the Scoobies with her lips as red as rubies, Mary Johnston. Hello. Are you referencing um, Joss Whedon to express your deep disappointment with the direction this season took? Well, I mean, word of showrunner is that the final episode is supposed to be like a Buffy finale. Oh, that tracks. Yeah, it, like everybody gets their little character moments and, you know. It's it's ultimately unfulfilling and disappointing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought the uh, the mayor finale is pretty good. The mayor finale is really good. That's has, That has like the tightest. But you know what? Actually, the mayor finale is very good Wait, for the, the tightest, same reason. The warm but supple tight embrace. Ugh. Uh, no, it's it's good for the reason that um, I feel like this is not as good because the end is kind of like was it building up to this all along? Not sure, but the mayor episode, the mayor season of season three of Buffy was really good because it was definitely building up to that the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <sighs> so, read any good books lately? <laughs> no, no, no. So is the genre pastiche that's happening here uh, Buffy? Joss maybe, maybe the Maybe the genre pastiche is like <laughs> TV finale. Here's a good question. It's, like very, it's very, very meta. Here's a good question. Was there ever a black person on Buffy that didn't have an accent? Mm. I don't think so. I can think, I don't of think so. Kendra, obviously. Right. Um, then Mr. Trick. Who, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know what I, uh, this right. is, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah, right. beyond sort of like, that's like stretching the, the definition of that. Mm-hmm. But, um, sure. but definitely he was like, he's not from around here was sort of the, the idea. <laughs> he's from I mean, the it, East Coast. I mean, strictly speaking, Mr. Trick is, is, is from hell. <laughs> One assumes. Right? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's where all of them are. Um, <laughs> you know, doesn't she, isn't the, um. Isn't the high school principal she dates briefly in the seventh season? And by brief, I mean like for two episodes. Isn't isn't he a black gentleman? Oh, I don't. I, I don't remember. I don't. Those seasons are so bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I, I basically pretend I like nothing exists after season five. Party in my eye socket. Everybody's invited. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Alexander's um, eye out. <laughs> Um, it, it pokes my feelings out the way that it poked Xander's eye out. <laughs> I like, I do like how in the later seasons of the Xander, like, suddenly becomes 45 years old. They're like, and Xander, who was always a massive disappointment. You're like, well, but that was your choice, buddy. Didn't have no, to be but, that way. No, I just mean that, like, suddenly Xander's, like, got, like, a minivan and is like, you know, <laughs> like, you feel like he'll, he should say to Buffy something like, well, I, I, you know, I think it's okay for you to drink, but I just want you to drink here where we know you'll be safe. If you're going to have a drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah. Potentially. So, I mean, like, I think so. You know what's, it definitely, I, I did not That's find okay. this episode particularly Lovecraftian, and I kind of thought that it was going to, this was going to be the most Lovecraftian, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I assumed we were going to see Big C, right? Yeah. I thought. Yeah. I'm just saying that that part at the beginning of the first episode that I was like garbage and you were like, no, I thought it was OK. Totally misled us. No tripods, no laser guns, no Cthulhu. No, no. I mean. Yeah, no, I. It kind of delivered, unfortunately. So you and I basically, I think at the end of our last episode, um, episode uh, 
covering episode nine, were basically mm-hmm. like, where are they going to go with this? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. right. mm, what's going to happen? And and basically, the st- I, I think that the story proves that it wasn't. It wasn't as as tightly the the final conflict was not as tightly woven together. I think that they, I think that they um, they pull they were potentially successful in other ways. But I I do think for like a horror story that's building to something big, not delivering, especially not delivering on sort of a Lovecraftian elder god story, is a pretty big deal. Not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, like, right, even, I if, think... even if I didn't have issue with the other plot points, which I do, mm-hmm. I don't – I think I would have felt so – I feel sort of cheated that we only got some Shoggoths. We didn't We mm-hmm. didn't see Big C. We didn't see any of the uh, more esoteric elder gods. Like, I wanted there to be, like, a hole in the earth just, like, disgorging horrible creatures, you know? Yeah, or, 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 even, or even, like – I mean, I'm trying to think of good examples. Like – even Hellboy kind of does the thing where there are, like, things with tentacles that are, like, tapping on the glass of our universe wanting to get in. I mean, even even something like that. Like, I get it. Maybe you don't want to actually use the Cthulhu mythos proper. But it, it's really weird that there aren't, like, tentacles reaching out of gates, like, snatching people in or, yeah. you know, cultists droning and, like, getting eaten eaten by the things they summon. There's none of that. Yeah. I, I, expe- I mean, I basically was expecting the finale of cast a deadly spell again mm-hmm. like right mm-hmm. like i expected there to be a giant hole that opened up and a horrible monster or two to stick their big ugly mugs out and um and ultimately be vanquished by our heroes that's what i was expecting which yeah which you could say like you know just because it doesn't meet your expectations doesn't mean it's not good but i don't think yeah. it delivered anything else particularly um compelling beyond that yeah I think yeah, I think the I mean when every episode I feel like most of the or in every episode I think every episode pretty much has kind of a little like genre hook that it yeah. goes with. And then this one the genre hook is sort of like the genre of the show you've been watching. Uh and that 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 could feel a little, that that felt a little bit unsatisfying to me. Just cuz Well, and I I'm not even sure it delivered on that cuz like it doesn't really feel it should feel if anything like the pilot, right? Mhm. I mean, yeah. I guess it feels like episode two, which we did not care right, right. for. The so episode we do not speak of. Yes. yes. The unnameable episode. But even so, like, not as much. I mean, like, the only reason that we have, uh, they return to the same spot is basically mm-hmm. it. Like, even the feeling of it. I still think, I think that in many respects, episode two had far more successful moments than this episode did. I think, I mean, and like. I, like, like, there was there, nothing. There is. There was nothing that had the pathos of George talking to Letty and Atticus and being like, we're a family and we're going to get through this. Like, mm-hmm. we, we can do this. And that felt sort of weird because this whole episode was sort of about um, family and especially like matriarchs coming together to protect f- the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I kind of felt was sort of sort of rushed at the end. I mean, like, we've, we've talked no, – yes. We've talked this whole time about the fact that all the women are far more interesting, but uh, the the whole idea, the whole idea of Letty's pregnancy just does not sit well with me Um, in that I suddenly feel like, you know, she started out and she was sort of this exciting and um, 
dynamic heroine who could go anywhere and do anything with her life. And she was. And, and there was a hint that there was like darkness and pain and sadness underneath it. And I was far more interested in seeing her repair her relationship with her sister and sort of form form a family as two adult women than I was the idea of her forming a family with Atticus. Mm-hmm. Because to form a family with Atticus basically means that she's like she's like a Sarah she's like sort of a sad Sarah Connor figure now, right? Like she yeah. is carrying I mean, I think... she is carrying like future Jesus. Christian Bale, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I don't want that for her. I want her to be able to have adventures and take photographs and, like, do her stuff. But now, like, she's, like, sort of saddled with with this. And, and, and let's it doesn't be, and sit let's, well uh, with me. And let's be clear. I, I don't mean to speak. I don't presume to speak for you. But the way I, I assume we feel similarly about this. I don't think there's not space for her to be pregnant and have rad adventures. I don't think that that's the problem. The problem is that just with the way these stories go, the minute you become the vessel for the chosen one, that's that's your whole deal. And well, and, it, and explicitly, and, that's and, that's what happens in this episode. Like, yeah, right. No, that's what I'm just I'm just saying. It's not it's not just something where it's like, oh yeah, uh, like women, know, like 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 as a radical feminist, surely becoming pregnant is the worst. Yeah, not, no, obviously we're not, not making an argument like that. It's just that her character. Suddenly gets suddenly becomes, you know, Anakin Skywalker's mom all of a sudden (laughs) instead of. Well, and it's not even it's sort of like who what kind of adventures is she going to have and for what reason? Now it's sort of like she's having radical adventures on behalf of this other family, which is maybe Mm -hmm. fine. But I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like, do you want that, Letty? They're also, um, you know, and they, they they don't play with this, and they I I don't presume to tell them they should, but even the idea of, um, you know, if 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 she and she doesn't she only kind of gets to interact with the various matriarchs, and did it feel weird that um that uh, Hippolyta was sort of not included in all of that? I I understand that she's not of the line and everything, but where where you're kind of talking about like rad moms who are having to like hold their families together. Um, yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, I think that I think that they wanted you to have that. I would have say maybe they didn't do that because she was having her own thing going on with D, but her own thing going on with D was something that was sorted out in sort of a a consumeristic way and off camera. So, right, yes, I don't think yes. it it really dealt with it. Like when D was yelling at her about the fact that like she wasn't here and I've been through something really hard and you weren't here for me. I mean, I mm-hmm. thought that was great. I was like, especially considering that, um, you know, black girls and their anger are generally not like we, we don't really like to deal with that as a society. Mm-hmm. Um, or or we think it's like, oh, we're like, oh, they're out of control. Right. Like, no, D is not out of control. She's absolutely right. And and Hippolyta needs to deal with that in that moment. So to like not actually like spend time there and see them resolve it felt sort of cheap. I, I'll go one better. I thought it was sort of weird that Hippolyta doesn't seem to interact with D in a way that isn't sort of like just in the show, like bossing her around or dealing with her um, needs in only a sort of material way. She provides food, but like you, you don't even see her like embrace her and be like, yeah, your arm, is, your your arm got cursed. That sucks. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, yeah. you know, it, it just seems like um, I, I also she also does the thing where she has to tell everybody about how she could name herself anything, which is cool. That's a cool mm-hmm. that's a cool trope that's used. But but 
but in reality, that's a little bit like her being like, yeah, I know you got you had to deal with bad stuff while I was gone. But, you know, I went to all these seminars and I really just discovered and learned so much about myself. And you're the kid. You just want to, like, throw your alarm clock through her head, you know. Well, like, yeah. And actually, I kind of <laughs> thought it was disingenuous. I mean, like, I understand that she chose to go back for D. So, like, saying I chose to name myself mother. That is not what happened in her episode. She chose to name herself adventurer, you right. know. So also, I, I also felt like it was it was sort of a back off of that sort of thing where it's like, no, no, that actually this is the most important thing they can do. And I would not necessarily have a problem with that if I felt like that wasn't challenged in an interesting way earlier on in the season, you know? Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Also, I, you know, like just speaking as a parent, of course, choosing to be a parent is good and showing up and everything. But also like... At the point where you have kids, that's not always exactly your call. Like, like, do you want to, like, becomes, you know, do you want a cookie for deciding to not abandon your child? Like, mm-hmm. what, you, you know, I, ch- yes, indeed. And finally, I chose to come and help you. And you're like, yeah, I'm your kid. <laughs> you I, know, like, I feel like they you spent, just... you spent, you spent 200 years fooling around, learning how to, learning how to draw from uh, the artist who did the covers of those, uh, World of Wakanda books, and 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 then you decided to come save me, where I've been being tormented by, you know, scary racist demons. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, and 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 if there was still sort of a hint at that anger, and then of course immediately what they do is she's like she's like D, you're not part of the gang. Here's well, we don't know this at the time, but she's like, here's your robot arm. Everything's great. Yeah. And then she's like, "You stay in the car with this flashlight in a in a in a cursed woods." Remember, right. Bye. The only thing we need better would be if she's like, "I promise to never leave you alone again." Well, <laughs> it's like cut to cut to D reading comic books in the car by herself. Yeah, I was just like, "Why did you bring her? Like, surely you know some adult that could stay with her." I mean, I know she's got yeah. a robot arm now, which like is D going to be able to finish going to high school? But yeah, whatever. No, I've spent no. I spent that for me was so I have spent like way more time than is even like rational being like like it like Hippolyta's blue hair is really cool but like god that's gonna cause so much trouble for her mm-hmm. like and i'm she probably can handle it but like i've like i've like thought about I'm like oh like it's just it's such a weird uh everything else is so stylized in the same way and that's so stylized mm-hmm. in a very different way that it's it, mm-hmm. it it bothers me from a aesthetic perspective and i think mm-hmm. that's why i can't like reconcile it in my mind and then yeah. and then they bust out this robot arm and i'm like oh yeah no i'm i just need to fully fully this accept is the thing, this is the thing where they need they need to go on the flying saucer and leave at the end right they're not they they've basically become s- characters in a different like a whole different genre of story a whole different universe yeah and and honestly why stay like to be real to be real like what is keeping you there that i don't think is answered like the only thing that was keeping uh hippolyta coming back is d what is keeping d there yeah, and, and indeed, maybe maybe they feel like they got to help Atticus now, or maybe they felt like they had to help Atticus. Which yeah, sure. now they're gonna have to help Letty. Yeah, no, I, right, right, yeah. But, well, not but, really, but yes. not really, because the person who is tapped to help Letty is Montrose. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, yeah, that, Father of the Year. Remember, we're and we're it, it. I think you would agree with me here. I was kind of dreading talking about this episode because I don't, I don't enjoy being negative about about shows um you know especially in this case because i think all of the issues we have with this episode are basically just issues that we've had with the show 
yeah, in various ways up to this point. The kind of inconsistent characterization. We've been, push- and- we've been pushing these issues under like, you know, some decorative lettuce on our plate for like right. for like the whole season. And they haven't they haven't so far detracted from my enjoyment of the show. At all, not really. Like they, they bother me. But if I wasn't doing a podcast about it, I'd probably just be like, Meh, yeah, you, yeah, you just be fine. like, yeah, okay, fine, right? Yeah. But like the fact you just that watched I have the to haunted s- house episode three more times. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, oh, this is great. I like take the parts I like. But we've been eating around these parts, right? And now suddenly right. yes. we've gotten a plate that we, just we has don't play these this parts. Nothing but the parts, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. And now, and now we have to eat it. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also accept that. Work does not have to be universal, and it's possible I am just missing the glory of it. Yeah, I, sure. I read a bunch of reviews that did, did find this deeply moving and mm-hmm. um, and really enjoyed it, and I completely respect it. For me, it just kind of left me cold. Yeah, right. It, it, all opinions are only our own. There's not – I'm not – we don't presume to it, – it's just fun. It's fun to talk about it, and this is an excuse for me to <laughs> goof around with my sister and talk about about horror TV shows. So it's not, you know, yeah, I'm not, there's no moral judgment past. Um, well, Misha, Misha, if Misha wants to come on the show and beat us up, that would probably be really good for our ratings. Um, I would take, I'll take the kicking. It's fine. It'd be great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, there's, I think if I, yeah. like, if I'm really, if I'm really pushed and I'm really thinking about the parts that I have super enjoyed having on my plate this season, it's mostly been, I have super enjoyed the deep dive and 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 just like kind of creative vision behind saying racism is a horror we're going to expand on that and that's what i would expect from jordan peele a work of jordan peele's right mm-hmm. it's kind of what i would expect from misha green judging from her other things sure. and so like i like i like when that's sort of explored and 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 genreized and mm-hmm. and puts puts imagery and um and myth to these ideas of, of what yeah. of what racism is. I love I love all that part. That's great. And mm-hmm. I think that's helpful. And I would watch hundreds of episodes like that. The yeah. mythology always kind of struck me as weird because like, what does Christina represent? I think I know, but then I read other things and I'm like, maybe I don't know. Like I think that yeah. Christina is white feminism and that she's willing to step on black bodies. On right. anybody mm-hmm. to be able to be equal to white men, and she says she wants to be better, which I is sort right. of as a feminist, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, about that's, that. that's that's but, but you know, that's like the yeah, that's that isn't that the straw man version? I mean, she, yeah, but also, but also, she's using evil magic and blah blah blah. So, yeah, she's but, like straw man white feminism, but right, but like, and, and you always have it within the context, like, she says she's rejected. The context of like being is equal to her father, living up to her father's name. But like we know ultimately that like Christina has some serious or at least I think we know it has some serious issues with her father and serious issues mm-hmm. with vis-a-vis her being a girl and not being allowed right. to to wield the power of her father. And I think that that's that that all makes perfect sense to me. And I and I like that. But then there are like confounding parts of it. And. And that that just kind of don't add up to that. And ultimately, like, am I supposed to believe that she is like a human stand in for like an elder god where she just doesn't care about other people? Is she like a is she, yeah. like in this episode, she almost has she almost reads a sociopathic like when she's having the fight when she's Ruby and she's like, I have tasted your fa- the family love. And it is tempting to me, but actually, oh, yeah. I would yeah, like yeah. to still be a god. Like that whole weird line yeah, of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I mean, 
No. Which, to be fair, which, which is funny because, like, divorced of any other context in the show, that could have, that's cool. That's a cool scene. Um, oh, I've been, and I, or, we've been waiting for, like, a character that we've seen a lot. I mean, like, I wanted it to be someone who you've seen for multiple episodes and you just had no idea. Yeah. To, like Montrose. Yeah, we, we, but, did we talk off mic? Yeah, that, that, that Montrose should have been swapped out from the beginning, and that's why he has, in, it seems to be sort of in in um in uh, consistently uh characterized that yeah. would have at least uh that would have at least saved her, um the story's bacon a little bit in terms of Yahima the, the death mm. of Yahima like yeah right right if yes. Montrose was not Montrose to be to be fair though it just seems that like people mur- and people including D now um just murder other people and it's never discussed i mean right like yeah. tick tick dies in a christ like way to save the world by taking magic away from all the white people mm-hmm. which is like which i think i think that's great but also is like a weird kind of coda on this where it's like oh by the way also white people no longer able to do magic well i also feel well, I mean, like as far as we know all the white people we've seen do magic are dead at that point right that that was my issue so like I think in that moment we're supposed to understand, and I and I think this has, does have some precedent within the story, that like magic is a is a stand-in for supremacy, like power. Right, and and and, 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 and even though I, I is it said like there's sort of this idea that like the white people have stolen it from other at least right. the you know, at least the you know the indigenous uh, peoples in the form of Yahuma and and probably. Probably colonized African people, maybe. I, don't, I mean, we know that. Yeah, they didn't fully throw that needle, but I mean, like, definitely when you have the sure. story, when you have, like, you kind of get the sense that it was like, at the very least, you have there is this power that is not bad, not good. It's just neutral. It's just magic, which is like I, classic magic, right? Yeah, but I, I yes, I, but my the own, white people, own, the way yeah. the white people use it isn't right, and. Um, right, and Atticus's right. like um, matriarchal line has been put in charge, basically, of like writing that wrong, like right. taking back, yeah. like resetting the balances of the universe, which is a cool idea. I wish that that had been going on for like a really, really long time. And I kind of feel like if you were going to do that, why would you just not make Atticus and Letty the same person? Yeah, right. Yes. Or I, I liked your brilliant idea that, of course, Letty should be pregnant with a girl. Like, like we think yeah. it's a son, but it's a little girl because, of course, it continues on the the matriarchal you know, the, line. Yes. Yeah. Also, it kind of shows that, like, maybe not everything is totally set. Like, there are things. Yes. There and, are things or, that know, are not quite like that. That like fate is not completely. It's like a. It's like has loose things change. You know, which I think is I, I, more dynamic from like a conflict and storytelling perspective. And and maybe do we need to create some sort of idea where it, where like. Atticus thinks he's gonna go sacrifice himself and be a Christ-like figure, but 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 that that's not actually correct because Letty is the chosen, not even the chosen, but like Letty and this matriarchal line is actually where the where the juice is that like he you know Atticus sees himself as the chosen one, but he's not. Yeah, you, you, you know, I, I, that might be a hard. You could, that wouldn't be that hard. That wouldn't be that hard. But, you know, I think. But some, I mean, that's something along the lines of that. I mean, yeah, but, like, yeah. I, I, yeah, no, that would be far more. But, you know, but, and, and it doesn't have to make him less noble or less good, but just like the idea is that, you know, it, it would be a fun little bit of misdirection, maybe even. Because at the same time, this still creates a thing where all of the, uh, all of these matrix really are sort of more like the Bene Gesserits, right? And uh, in, in Dune, and um, Atticus is sort of their, the, 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 um, 
uh, is Paul Atreides, the, was it Quisarak, Haderach, whatever it is, please, uh, people can correct my pronunciation, but just the idea that, of course, he's, like, the man who is, he's the, he's the, cho- he's the special boy. He's the man these who women will be have king, been, but these right, women. Who've been providing support yeah. for this whole time, you just gotta stand by your man, or, or yeah. is the son, uh, I, 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 who knows. Is George, is George Jr. The the, 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 you know, is he Paul Atreides? I don't know. I know I'm hopping around a lot. I also think That's I fine. finally sort of worked out. I did not like, and I re- realized they've been like working up to this since probably episode seven um, with the, with the, the satanic, not satanic episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like this sudden move towards Christianity. And I wanted to ask you if that's mm-hmm. particularly Lovecraftian. Like, did, did no. No. I don't. I, I mean, he, he. Um. No, because the whole point with, I mean, in, in a sense, uh, what Lovecraft wrote was largely sort of like science fiction that's creepy, and then it sort of becomes this thing where, um, the universe is is beyond your understanding, and all of your superstitions and everything are are you know are completely moot because actually there are just space aliens who want to eat you. you, you know. But yeah, no, right. there isn't. And and I can yeah. kind of understand maybe it's supposed to, maybe I'm taking it too literally and maybe it's supposed to really be like it's it's faith between it's faith between um, a matriarchal line and maybe like mm-hmm. God with a capital G is not really a person, but if mm-hmm. you're gonna have a baptism scene, to me that means that and and that it does something that it is important that this happens that sort of lends credence to the idea of Christianity which. I don't like in a world. So is it like God versus the elder gods? Like that doesn't make sense to me. I don't like that. Yeah, and then, right. and then it, I also feel like it's a little bit of the like evolution of Letty into like respectability, which I really don't like. Mm-hmm. Like now she's oh. now she's ready. Now she is ready and like kind of. She's yeah. She's she's cal- she's calmed down. She's a good girl now. She's gonna have a baby. Well, and like she got saved and like purified or something to carry the Christ child. Like, I, I it's just, yeah, yes. I don't, I don't even know if that's really what they're trying to say. But when I, I think it's very difficult if you have, if you have sort of like um, a vessel of the Savior character, which I think is what they're leading with with Letty. Like, mm-hmm. and we have so much visual, like um, so many visuals, most probably prevalent in. Um, in the Tulls episode where you see her like bearing the book and carrying the book, she is the she mm-hmm. she carries the precious item to safety, right? All this all the matrilineal responsibility, yeah. Right, laid at her shoulders. But like I kinda don't like that she has to like be saved or find her faith to like before the final push, as it were. That to me that feels very um loaded. Uh, especially, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, sounds like something. I'm, I mean, I have no idea. I don't preserve, but like, it sounds like something a man would write. <laughs> yeah, well, and also the fact, also the fact that they 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 take so much time. I mean, like, like she is a like this is almost a virgin birth, right? That she was a virgin right, before yes. this happened, right? Right. right yep, and then we yep, also yep. And, make an enormous deal out of like out of the fact that like Atticus is not like terribly sexually experienced. They're almost two virgins. Right, creating yeah. this perfect being. I just, I, I don't like it. <laughs> it's not, it's not what, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't feel it's, right to me. It felt like, it felt like when they first revealed that Letty was a virgin, you're like, oh, that's kind of a cool, strange, that's that's something you don't see in shows, and I'm 
gone with it. But then you find out that Atticus is a virgin. You're like, wait, so like everybody, wait, hold on. It, it, like, is nobody already, getting any? You, yeah. You already did that. You already did that. So now it feels like it's a weird pattern, not not just a slice of, you know. To me, it felt. It, it oh. would be like if there was a period sex scene in every episode. <laughs> well. <laughs> You'd be I, like, what, what, are you, what are you trying to say? Yeah, so, no, you did it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, to me, it almost felt like I I resisted. I resisted understanding what that could mean at the time because I'm kind of like over that. I, I, I'm not like a virgin birth and and virginity and purity and faith and all of those things don't like don't appeal to me as a m- modern person. Like that's not mm. I, I don't I, yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't I don't think that if we were writing we were writing our own myths now i would hope that that would not be important that the that the the bearer of the christ child be virginal like that doesn't Mm -hmm. that like the idea of virginity is almost a construct right like Mm -hmm. who's to say what virginity is or isn't although Um, although we say that but the people who think it's very important all of whom some of whom even have conflicting definitions will be like oh i i am the one who gets to say and i will tell you yeah Totally, which I think is also a sign that it's not. This counts, but not this. But it's not. Unless. Right, but that's also like a sign that it's all just like a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, no, I'm just like, I'm just saying the people, the people for whom it is very important are very invested in like drawing their weird little lines around. Right. But like you're, you're the showrunner. You can do whatever you want. If you're going to rewrite, if you're going to rewrite the Christ story, why would you not just ditch that part? I hate that part of the Christ story. Like that's yeah. not for a for a cool modern lady like Letty. It it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like yeah. her purity, yes. quote unquote, does not matter. I think all that stuff is 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 bunk. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I, I think also there might be. It's interesting. Does Let Letty never really meaningfully interacts with Hannah? Right. Hannah, who is she a person dreams who, about Hannah. But right, but she flees the fire. She has the book. She mm-hmm. is carrying a baby that maybe she is not totally jazzed about having um, a child who she, of course, will love and archer because she's you know in the in, within within the, the within this story is you know the good and upright you know you're right, and mm-hmm. that's not to, of course equate Atticus with the, the 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 rapist slave master, but but just you know that that sort of like she didn't ask to be part of this bloodline either. But she's gonna do the she's she's gonna do the right thing. She she and just carries, put up she and picks deal up with the mantle because it's it is her yeah right right yeah because yeah right because it's growing inside her uterus yeah but like but you know the, the, but they never even get to interact and, and you know you you I mean I don't know I don't know if I really want the scene but you almost want a scene where Letty gets to let, talk to Hannah and be like yeah this sucks and Hannah's like yeah I know. Yeah, you know, and then and then like has words or, of wisdom, and and hopefully or, words of wisdom that aren't just the cliched like kind of. Well, you know, it's it's hard, but you got to do the right thing. Got to do the right thing. Why wouldn't you do the right thing? It's the right thing. Do it. Yeah, like I which think- which is support the man and um just 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 carry on. Get baptized. That's what that's my advice to you. Be baptized. I mean, I would have even respected a moment like the fact that Letty, for not even a second, considers getting an abortion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that wasn't as much of a thing, but, like, you could have abortions at this time. Sure. Right? Especially if she genuinely feels like this child's life is in danger and that her life is in danger and Atticus is in danger. Like, like, yeah. Consider it for sure. It felt, you know, like, I, I, I'm sorry. Letty, are you ready to be a mom? Do you want to be a mom right now? 
Well, <laughs> and, and, and or if she does, it, it would be nice if she was. And again, and if she does, and she can, and that would be cool too. Um, she could feel ambivalent about her child being this like weird savior. Yeah. You know, you're like, don't. I, that's fine, but I'm not marching. My my kid's not marching off to fight your multi generational supernatural war. Why would I do that? You know what I mean? She could. You could do interesting stuff with it. That doesn't involve her not wanting to have the kid. And in fact, some of that stuff might be even more interesting, you know, or being mm-hmm. like, look, Atticus, I know you're all obsessed with magic, but me and my kid whose life you can be in or not. Are not um, going to have anything we're not, to do with it. Yeah, yeah. right. Or or whatever. Also, it felt weird because, right, Ru- I know way more about Ruby and Letty's mom than I do about Atticus's mom. But we spend all this time with Atticus's mom like it's this huge revelation. And I get it, right? He has a mom, of course. We can see her and have interaction with her. But it's kind of weird that the, the the matriarch I was perhaps most interested in kind of meeting or digging down to or seeing a flashback of, of course, is not in it. You know, mm-hmm. Letty's strange palm palm reading ha- hairdresser or something. Like, her mom, yeah, sounds, I want, her mom sounds, sounds very, very, yes, yeah, her very mom extra. Sounds red. Yeah, like, or at least like a, like a fascinating character that I would like to see. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah like palm reading, uh, uh, beautician. Um, right, a hustler, right? Like she's like a she's probably artist. she's in she's she's in the spinoff with Sammy. That's just about like what it's like to be a lower middle. Uh, not that she is, but like what it's like to be a lower middle class uh, gay person in Chicago in the fifties. Oh man, even would even watch, though I know she's died, but but you know what I mean. Like that sounds the like that, heck out that, of that, that, show. that fully that fully seems yeah. like a character that would be in that right. Like the the, the you know the one who like is the best at doing their hair also has this weird huckster side business <laughs> feels like a detail that you would have in a show like that yeah i just I, to me in many ways the show ended i wanted this show to end and, and and like right the thing is that we haven't solved racism that's why this show is good to watch because we we right. see we see these roots that go back deep and we see how they have festered and metastasized into our current situation now. So I understand that the show kind of can't like solve it at the end. Like, like if racism is, and that's kind of what I was getting around to. I was like, if racism is the big bad, you can't fix that at the end. Right. Right. And you (laughs) shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you killed all the big bad. You killed all the bad guys. Right. And and then your cops were all killed in a gas. I know what you mean. Like you almost want it to end with like the, I mean, or like the dark bummer ending is like, they go through all this. They, they keep, Christina from you know becoming becoming immortal or whatever and then like the FBI surrounds him and is like get in the cars you know we don't know what we don't know what you did but we know it was bad or even something simple where like you then see them driving back to Chicago and like you see a siren go off behind them yeah sure yeah yeah, like 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 just like simple things where it's like yes you are the saviors yes you do have all this power but like the world is still still has garbage in it um (laughs) <laughs> like a lot of garbage that we have to figure out. But but, uh, I, so, but so like I like all that stuff. I think in the wake of not doing that, we kind of ended up with like a lot of sort of strangely conservative themes, like the whole theme of Letty and becoming pre- like going from being like mm-hmm. an adventurer to becoming pregnant, which is sort of you. you I mean, like just because Hippolyta exists, you also are kind of like, well, I don't want that for her. I want yeah, I want yeah. Letty to name herself whatever she wants, and now she's having this right. kid that she didn't plan on having, and she's now like and again, saddled and again, with like Atticus's yeah. sad dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So Letty, like that oh, seems very yeah. conservative to me, and then I think that there's also like kind of a weirdly conservative through line of like 
villainous queer and bisexual people. <laughs> Which I did also didn't care for. Like, you know, I mean, like, apart from Sammy. Yeah. Right. Who who has disappeared from the show. Well, right. I mean, let's be real. And he, you know. He and came you know, out. He came out. Our hero called his dad, called Atticus, called Montrose a slur. And then, <laughs> and then Sammy disappeared. Then Sammy disappeared in a puff of light. So. Right. And you can tell. Never that, to return. And you can tell even like the, the glowing reviews I read basically were all like, well, I hope Sammy's around for that baby. And you're like, yeah, because Montrose is super inappropriate to be like this child's dad. Well, again, again, but I even say, if but- he's not, even if he's not like, I don't, I think it's pretty conservative for Atticus to be like, Letty, you're going to have my baby. And I'm not here to father my child, but I'm going to take my queer father and I'm going to put him in an incredibly heteronormative role of being the surrogate father and and the partner to you in this relationship mm-hmm. so that you will co-parent with my dad and you're like I, I don't yeah. think either of those people they well, might have, they might have agreed to do that but like that's not Atticus that's really not your call right yes also also remember remember we are in post water cone Montrose which I would call sweet boy Montrose after the Emmett Till right, episode, right, right. he's he's gotten sort of a rewrite where all the bad stuff he did doesn't didn't I assume didn't happen, um, and he's just kind of he's like a cute, affable, useless drunk who who actually does seem to kind of like kids more than anybody else in the cast. Yeah. Um, but seems you know, more I, I don't know. he didn't he should have stayed with D in the car. Um, yeah, I, I, that would have been kind of fun actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's what like if they had um, a side adventure that would have been fun. But he's like the he's like the he's the he's the incompetent uncle in um, It's a Wonderful Life. But do you know what I'm saying? Like it it puts him yeah, no, in, no, a, for sure. in a very yes. in a very heteronormative role at the end, and in one he kind of can't say oh no thank you, and he should be able to do that like. He is yeah. his own. He's his own autonomous human being, and now that like, if truly, if magic is a stand-in for supremacy, and Montrose can now kind of do whatever he wants, he should go and live like the gay life well, he's always wanted to have. You know what I and mean? And again, like, and again, and again, you're, I'm just waiting for there to be some scene where he basically says something along the lines of to Atticus, like, "I may be queer, but that doesn't mean I can't be your father," and that's right. And so uh, yeah. none of this has to be incompatible, but I totally know what you mean. That like, like it seems like it's like writing some sort of wrong without like acknowledging that like he is his own person and that potentially he doesn't want to try to be a dad again. Like mm-hmm. this whole story has been about him repairing his relationship with his son because he wasn't a very good dad in, a, in right. many ways. His but son, whose son, whose son, who almost supernaturally gets to like one up him and be the like have the moral and like practical high ground everywhere like you know once once you've actually saved your father from being killed in the past by showing up as this story like that's i don't know it's just that it yeah there's yeah. that yes it, you yeah. know what i mean it, it completely it completely deflates it because of course atticus is perfect and mantra sucks and that's just it and atticus will always win because he saved his dad in the past well and, and also situation well and also now he's like died like a christ-like death and now he so now like you right. can never say anything bad about him even though like he was a deeply flawed individual and did a lot of bad stuff that we uh, saw we see, see a lot of his dog tags in this episode which oh, just makes me think about doing war crimes I know. I, I but it was know. fine. No, look, right. He went to Gian. He basically was like, look, it was wrong. Our love was real. And she's like, cool. And then she comes and uh, 
uses her fox magic tails to uh, save the world. Yeah, I, I don't even, I don't even know. I, I, like disappointment doesn't even begin to cover how I feel about how her ending. No, it's cool though. She's in the family. It's like, and to be fair, I think what they're trying to do right is that there's like found family or. Which is I mean, lovely. what's really funny. What's really funny is she's like found family, but also this is just like, look, you guys got to be cool with your man's ex. She's part of his life too. She <laughs> saved him. She took his virginity and saved him from being a, um, and, and like saved him from being a war criminal because he was able to forgive her for being a fox demon. It's fine. Yeah, you're she's, just like she's part of it too. Like she and Letty I, he, deserve <laughs> so much better. Like Letty does not have to let this woman into her life if she doesn't want to. And and. Gia is not is not a charity case. Like Gia doesn't need. I know, yeah, yeah, you, like right. like Gia. Like if if this really is about like generations and family, like Gia should go try to patch stuff up with her mom or be like, I don't want to do that. I don't care to do that. I'm gonna go live my own life. Either way, it'd be fine. But like, or I, or again, or again, she she should she should ride in like the like like the goddamn cavalry in a position of power, right? Yeah. She is a supernatural creature. She has seen the future. She knows what will happen. Maybe even she's seen more than we know she's seen. So she at the it, it shouldn't be that she shows up and then Atticus rejects her and then she's sad in a hotel for a week. No, she should rest. She come should at, be like a rescue. Like all right. hope like, is like, lost and out, and now right. she's and then here. she shows up and is like, "What up, bitches? I'm here to save the day." Yeah. You know, like or I, you know, I'm here. I am. I'm in the artillery. Let's go. Actually, you know what? She should be. She should be the Han Solo and come in and be like, "Woo!" Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. like not exactly. necessarily be like not because like obviously the story needs to be no, no, you're totally right. by yeah, black yeah, right. people. But right. But she should have an important role and come in and and like and like do important stuff to pave the way towards resolution, right. which I guess she kind of did. But no, I no, don't. No, but, but, I don't dig how it went down. It, it feels like she has to be basically invited into the club. Yeah, Atticus has and she has and Atticus has to decide that he is cool with her, which doesn't doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good, and um, it doesn't feel good. And I, I kind of feel like she should be free of the situation at the end. I don't think that she needs to join their family. I don't think that's right. what she wanted. Like she, that's never, that's never really been like her deal. You know. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I wrote something hilarious when Tick is making amends with Jiha, and he is saying stuff, something about, like, that feeling you're feeling is grieving. You're grieving your mother. And I just wrote, human splaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hated that whole scene. Um, going back to a second to villainous, queer, and bisexual people, um, I, also, I also think all the ambiguity with... Christina and Ruby and like what their plan is and like what's happening and like does Christina like love Ruby does Ruby love Christina and all that stuff which I, I you know I, I understand lots of people feel it as as like a, a really a really poignant queer love story but for me I think it's just like weird half characterizations mm-hmm. and 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 some queer baiting <laughs> it's like truly do feel yeah. that way I, this did not help <laughs> this did not help no, this episode. No, and I no. hate I hate that Ruby basically dies off screen. I think that's not right. Mm-hmm. I think that it's cruel and once again sort of puts um, Letty in this position where it's just like her and Montrose raising this baby together. Like she doesn't even yeah. have her sister, you know? Yeah, I yeah, I I've been kind of turning. I, I think like Ru- Ruby is a is a cool character and she has one of the best episodes, but they it feels like the show 
does I can't tell. Does the show want us to feel more ambiguous if she's good or bad? Because I feel like the minute that you know it becomes clear that Christina's plan is to kill Atticus, and she's like, "No, I'm still I'm still shacking with her. Why not? Why wouldn't I do that?" Or then she finds out that you know they're they're using these blood from these dead bodies, and then she kills them. And I we get to the ethics of if they're in a persistent coma, is she really killing them? But the fact it, it, that she that, the fact that she wants to get another another dead body that is more pleasing to her right right like it's buying a new pair of shoes or something yeah it, no that's yeah. that's villainous there's she's no, like there's full no on villainy and yeah. then and then I I I think uh, I wonder if we have different reads on this but I kind of thought when she was the when Letty makes the appeal to her in the cemetery at mom's grave and reveals that she was in jail and that's why she didn't go to the funeral but she probably wouldn't have gone to the funeral anyway. And then Ruby basically is like, look, you, you say all this stuff about family, but you don't you're not you, you're still doing the thing where you just want something from me. I do kind of think she is doing she, Ruby, though, is is doing the thing where you tell someone that, like, you're being a bad friend and I'm not going to help you until you learn to be a good friend. Like she still is like clinging to her petty moral high ground and will not like it you know like you're a bad sister and a good sister would act out of selflessness but i'm not going to forgive you cuz you're bad you, she is also being a bad sister <laughs> and it I, I don't know at that point i'm like i'm done with you it's fine you know i don't disagree with you but i think that for me i was more on ruby's side because the way that letty comes to her is post like virtuous woman transformation and she's oh, sure. yeah. so like Letty is like condes so so condescending and is just like Ruby, yeah. you've never known what it's like to be a family, but here I am to teach you. And this is what family <laughs> and this is what family does. It's yeah, that they yeah, do yeah. favors for each other. Oh, by the way, I need a favor from you. And could and, you get us some of your girlfriend's blood? Your which, evil girlfriend's your evil magic. Which is to say, blood. which is to say my my boo is more important than your boo. We're going to kill your girlfriend so that my boyfriend can live. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Letty, do you know how to ask someone for a favor? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So no, I, you're, you're not I don't, out of line. Yeah. I don't disagree with you about, like, the Ruby read, but mostly I was just like, you two have never talked to each other this way. Like, definitely you have you have baggage and you have issues with your family and like who's good and who's bad and like and who's mo- the most like mom and who's a taker and who's a giver and blah 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 <laughs> but the idea the idea we've been told this whole time that Letty is a taker that's like that is and, mm-hmm. and she that's admits it yeah. she admits it herself so for her to come at Ruby and be like well actually you don't know what it means to be family what it means to be family is that I get to take from you that's horrible. That is not what it means. Like, there's no humility in it. There's no compassion. Like, I was just like, you don't this. I, I don't blame Ruby for telling you to jump, like, jump in a creek. Yeah. Like, geez. it's also it's also weird because right, they are they are they are actually family. Yeah. But it, but it basically is like you got to decide which of our in laws you want to you are going to stand with and be counted. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the. Yeah, I, I also yeah. feel like there's sort of a weird thing there where. This this is like the thing where like fighting over mom's silverware when she dies turns into like 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 a supernatural battle between good and evil. You know right like yeah. Letty and Ruby who's a who's like mom, who's a taker, who's a giver, but they're still family. They're still kind of stuck with each other. That you know like who's yeah. like in the end of this whose side should they be on? Their own side. Not Right. Well, and you, also, you know what I mean? Like it's kinda, also, it becomes like a who has the shittiest significant other? Like is your is your worthless Mr. Fix-It? 
boyfriend better or worse than my weird murderous supernatural sorcerer yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, and you're like, maybe you both should take off and like go raise this baby that I hope right. is a little girl so that it's not like <laughs> so that Atticus is not doesn't get to be right about absolutely everything. And mm-hmm. like and just like do your own thing you two. I don't know. Like I think I think both of your significant others kind of blow. Um yeah. yeah, I mean so and then the villainous bisexual, I mean, like that's just such a thing because it's like they're confusers. You don't know. Like you don't know if they're right, up or right. down, pick black or white. Pick a side. Like here, let's Right. Here, here, I'll say something that's controversial. Let's shame them by by implying that being pansexual is is different from that, different from many bisexuals' understanding of their own sexuality. <laughs> right. Oh, is different and also somehow better. Like, right, yeah. more, right. like, yeah, totally. Well, which again, yeah. Which, again, anybody can define anything. It, right. It's, it's calm down, calm down. Yeah, of course, of course. But it's just, it's more, like, so I, I kind of feel like this whole, like, Am- ambiguousness even though we now kind of know that Christina is definitely a villain I think like how am I still mm-hmm. not sure about that like she is right like like yeah. we are supposed to hate her she's a very bad person um, right. but it's but it's weird because like were we supposed to hate her the whole time and if so like really <laughs> yeah well and, and I also don't think that her her I think where you could have had sort of a, a interesting and poignant take on on white feminism a white feminist figures and how and how they stab you in the back. I think that uh, instead it was just sort of like we're just going to have a lot of chanting, and also she's going to be mm-hmm. wearing a wedding dress that turns red because she's like marrying Satan, and that's it. Yeah, right. And like, <laughs> I, like that's not as inter- that's not as interesting. That doesn't fit. That doesn't fit a narrative that like I can do anything with. I'm like, oh, cultists are bad. Well, actually, we know from Satanic Panic that that's not true. So. I don't know. <laughs> so I <laughs> like I don't know, man. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to take from this. But like, here, here's my f- radical hot take: Why do we even care if she becomes immortal? That's a good question too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because she's gonna kill Tick, right? Yeah. I guess that's yeah. what's bad. Because that, that's the that's the necessary ingredient. But remember, remember where she comes and she's like, okay, I, I, I like it that she talks like a space alien all the time. <laughs> she's basically like, okay, you guys, you have the book of names. I will go away and leave you alone if you just give me the book of names. And everybody in the, the like everybody in the like green books, uh, you know, uh, manufactory, basically all kind of you can tell they kind of all look at each other and ticks like, no, we'll never give you the book of names. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> Which, like, like, like I would, I, I am willing to die so you don't. And, and I sort of get it right. Like they think she's gonna do evil stuff with it, but I'm just saying. And they're that, probably like, right. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. It's just it. it it doesn't she doesn't her evil plan needs a couple extra steps is all I'm saying. Or we should know something about her evil plan that chills us to the bone. But it, we don't. But or Jesus, she she even says something about like, I hope my evil plan works because I'm killing the last member of my family who's Atticus. What about what about what about little baby George? Like that that yeah. also seems like a more evil thing, right? She's threatening like a baby or she has designs on a baby that's not even born yet. You know, like Oh, also, also amazing, amazing commentary about how white people um, like steal and steal and deprive black women of their babies and motherhood. Like amazing. Right. Yeah. That that could have had wonderful implications, which which I would have loved to pick apart for days. Instead, I'm left with this thing where I'm like, I don't think you can have 
I don't I don't think at least to me I don't think you can have a non-problematic ambiguous villainy with a with a bisexual or pansexual character uh, in this case Ruby I I, I there's no yeah, reason yeah, to yeah. think that Christina is anything except you know a lesbian um mm-hmm. she I was going to say a Martian it. a Martian <laughs> I have enjoyed what your species calls a sexual intercourse. A sapphic sexual experience. Yeah. Um, but I think that because you, we don't have resolution, we don't see resolution as an audience. We're told from Christina's point of view, which I do not trust because she is villainous. Right. Like that, that uh, Ruby was going to do the right thing at the quote unquote at the last minute. But. Uh, and we kind of get this hint where like you see that like Ruby like clocks that that vial has like exactly what conveniently enough her sister needs to finish what she's doing mm-hmm. but like we don't even get like we don't even get like a beautifully shot tender sex scene between the two of them we don't even yeah, have yeah. any moment where we're like oh yeah this would be hard for ruby because like she is falling in love with this person and who is to say that christina is is not is better than is you know worse than tick or, or bad so instead mm-hmm. we just have this like ambiguity we're like well you never know with ruby never mm-hmm. know and that's bad i don't like that she fell in love with a creepy white lady. <laughs> well, we don't even know. Like, is I mean, so. Okay, and remember, remember in the in, remember when William says something like, um, he, or when uh, Ruby says, "Why did you pick me?" And he says, "I felt magic for the first." Like, he's in love with her. Yeah. Like, they're in love. Well, I think. and he, and he, who is she, who is Christina, is in love with right. her. I think that Christina yeah. genuinely. We're meant to believe, I, or I have believed this whole time, that Christina is genuinely in love with Ruby. If she had seemed, if we had seen her kill Ruby or we had seen them, like, had some sort of, like, backflash montage. I mean, we saw, we got to see, she got connected by the foxtail. We could have seen that mm-hmm. whole thing play out. Yeah, yeah. In a flashback. It doesn't even have to be in the story. Like, right, I, they right. want to make I, that. Yeah, and I understand. Right. Because they can't, they don't want to spoil it. I right. get it. They can't, we can't see but it. But we have but the we mechanism. see it. Like, like, wouldn't, wouldn't it change something for you? If after Christina, like, you know, murders Ruby or, like, you know, p- makes her comatose, you see her racked with guilt and, like, sobbing. Like, that would yeah, that would sure. be, that would make her character more complex. Instead, we've p- hit this, like, th- weird specificity where, level specificity, where I don't know if I'm supposed to, like, think she's tragic and feel for her, but ultimately be like, but she's wrong. Or if I'm supposed to be like, she is the devil. Uh, yes. That's okay. She gets helplessly murdered by a child with a robot arm too. So, right. Which to me also felt kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I well, at least I don't wish for D that D become a murderer. I even would have been more okay if D was like Sikkim with her like with her Shoggoth. Yeah. Uh and and was like responsible for Christina's death. I I didn't I didn't love that that like D gets to choke her life out. Yeah. Yeah. Also because, I don't think D knows who Christina is. Yeah, D has nothing to do with Christina. Like D yeah. should have like narratively, D should have killed the police lieutenant or captain or whoever that guy is. The guy whose yes. name I refuse to learn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That would have been satisfying. Especially since she was the only person who like really stood up to him. Yeah. Yeah. She should have or, you know, I don't know. Been 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 witness to his demise in some way. So do you think there's going to be a season two? I I have heard tell that they are working on it. I I bet there will be. 
what if okay what if the next season is like what like like is, is amazing and off the rails where it basically is like okay white people don't have magic and they that makes them crazy and it basically is like we have magic we have technology let's fix the world <laughs> i would love that i mean like you, like, do you know what I mean? Like, what if, like, instead of being, like, sort of a, like, moody period piece, like, it basically is just, like, let's go. <laughs> I, Pack it in. I take a great amount of pleasure in being disappointed by a lot of things. For example, mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin projects. I love hating <laughs> on those things. I sure, love it. Sure. It's very fun. I take no pleasure in being disappointed by Lovecraft Country, by the way I, it has ended. I, I take no pleasure in it. I think that we need more shows like this. I enjoy. I thought that there was lots of clever, fascinating, fresh takes that I want to see more TV like this. I I don't think they stuck the landing, and that makes me upset. Yeah. Went out with a whimper and not a bang. Yeah, I, yeah. Agree. I agree. And so I, like, if, if season two is just like completely completely breaks the mold in different ways or even in the same way but like more consistently i would love that i i hope that they get a season two and that it's wonderful mm-hmm. um i think they probably deserve it but it it does break my heart that how how little i, mean, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. this episode well look any show like like right any show that has episodes like the haunted house episode like the korea episode it, it, it's yeah. something special it's it, they're beautiful they're almost perfectly crafted it, it's it's amazing you know right topsy and bopsy are the scariest thing i've seen in probably years on television uh, by which i just mean in a visual medium and it's great um you know the 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 way that the ruby race changing plot which is one of these things where if you try to explain that to someone it would sound stupid or problematic but the way that that does uh, a passing narrative in a way that is uh satisfying and illustrative it, it's something special and it's it's too bad i mean it's too bad that there are parts that, that that i can't love the whole show as much as i love those parts yeah but also I, clearly there is talent here and that talent should be rewarded yeah yeah i i would take no pleasure in if this didn't get a second season I probably will watch a second season. I don't know if I would have the the heart at this moment to want to pot about it, though. You pot about it. I agree. I agree. I'm with you 100%. Because I, I think... And, 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 and prove me wrong. I would love to be wrong. I would love to watch watch an episode or two and be like, we got, we, we got we to put go, the band back together. We got to get together. back to it. Yeah. No, I would <laughs> do it in a heartbeat. doubles. <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. For sure. For sure. I think I think we've hit the hate craft pretty hard. Unless you have anything specific no, that you want to say, I don't. I only have one Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. I do. I I did the <laughs> the one scene I enjoyed really a lot is when they're all singing in the car together. I did like oh. that scene a lot. <laughs> but okay, and also right, that's Christina doing the singing. I know, and it's creepy, movie. but it's it was very sweet, and I love I love when Montrose fi- when Montrose and Tick finally join in. Like that was it was it was charming, and um, it really highlighted for me how. Um, sort of frenetic. There was uh-huh. a lot of stuff. Like there was, I kept during this whole episode, I kept like checking the timestamp and being like, "They're doing this now. There's so much more to do. Like they need ah. Like I just like I felt that, and and that was the moment where I was like, "Oh, they're taking time, and it's okay." Like it was it was a moment where I sort of relaxed as a viewer and was just like, "I'm just gonna enjoy this for a little bit." The rest of it had me very nervous. So uh-huh. I really enjoyed that little moment of release quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean, there are, there are charismatic and talented performers in this cast, and 
a, a lot of them were in that car in that scene. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I don't, I mean, I just love Kraft thinking about the, the, the episodes I enjoyed. Um, but one more question. When Letty falls out of the tower, right, and she, like, appears to die, then we see the invulnerability mark, which we know is actually a healing mark, suddenly, like, appears in, like, vivid red on her belly. Is her baby doing interuterine magic on her? I think so. That, who did that? Is that the baby? I think so. Is this like a is this like a creepy, you know, using the force from in the womb kind of thing? Yeah. Because if I so, mean, creepy, creepy. I am not here for that. No, I don't care for that either. And I also, I also think that's like I, I hate any narrative where it's like my baby saved me. But 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 Tick already saved Montrose, so. Yeah, but as an adult, as a as as a grown man with a beard, no. As an adult, that's <laughs> Didn't different. Have a beard. Do you ever think? Do you ever think like George and 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 Montrose are like sitting there like, you ever notice how that guy who saved us, who was swinging the bat like Jackie Robinson, you ever noticed how much he looks like Atticus? You what? Well, and also, Atticus and also, really looks like that guy. And also, Dora must have thought it too, like because she's there too. You always wonder if it's like, did we do something? Did did like did I have this child in this man's image as some sort of like? Weird yeah, yeah. bargain. Some, some, yeah, some with... weird like Lyshenko like evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, <laughs> p- potentially, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I just. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just. No, I hilarious. think the thing that that breaks my heart the most is I don't like. I don't like any place that any of the characters are at the end. I don't like for Montrose that he is basically forced to like like, uh, repent his bad fatherhood by being the perfect father and grandfather to... Right, but, and, and, and again, remember, all apparently, all he ever wanted to do was be a good dad, too, so... I mean, that's, so maybe that's that... His new, that's his new life goal that we learned an episode ago. I mean, so maybe that's fine, but I just... I, I, want, I want him to be able to, like, be true to himself. Uh-huh. And I, I don't no, know no, if again, I buy again. it. Yeah, it's just the... yeah. I don't know if I buy it. Um, Let, I, Let, Letty is now Shmi Skywalker, or or the or the Mother Mary, yeah, with her, with her precious yeah. cargo. I don't, I don't, I don't love that she's like she's like sad Sarah Connor. Um, right, Ru- Ruby's lobotomized in a basement somewhere. That's that's great. Right, hate Maybe. that. The, will they save her with the Book of Names? I think if it's the second season and there isn't like weird contract weirdness, I bet they bring her back. But oh, well, I they, also thought I they mean, were gonna. I also thought they were gonna bring Uncle George back, and uh, I was uh, wrong. Apparently so. not. Um, yeah, Hippolyta and, uh, D basically now have to, like, li- because, because they are obviously fully. future folk. Can- they have fully become X-Men, and so will now have to. Yeah, like, I don't I- even know. Isolate themselves from human society. Right, like, so that, that part is baffling to me. I don't like that. And, yeah. and, and least of all... I hate the fact that I don't really see a path forward to make this an enjoyable show without at least bringing back one of the characters they killed. Probably Ruby. Probably Ruby. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't. Th- and, 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 and I think you're fooling yourself if you don't think we're gonna get some sort of like time travel, even a cameo from Atticus. Oh no, he's coming back too. Of course, he's gonna he's gonna come he's gonna come back like like Luke Skywalker in the in the sequels um, style with like a, like a beard. You know, I've I've been in the time cube for a decade, boy. I've just I just made like a really weird um, realization that uh, I'm watching The Vow also. So pretty much I watch mm-hmm. Lovecraft Country and then like a like two days on Sunday nights <laughs> and then two days later I watch The Vow because I cannot watch them back to back. 
Um, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be a lot. That would be too much. Um, and I'm just realizing now that I think that Keith, uh, the the cult leader for uh, the Nexium group, um, sort of could be could be Mark Hamill's like uglier cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he looks he looks like he looks like Krabby Luke Skywalker on that island. Oh man, that's that's really gonna that's really gonna really change how I see that show. Um it's not. <laughs> Keith is a monster. But <laughs> anyway. Uh the vow I'm enjoying also. It's it's a good show. Um mm, mm, but <laughs> what I was saying, but here's the thing. People I, I did read a review, I've been following um uh, the roots, the root uh, mm-hmm. coverage of this, the roots's coverage of this, and I, I like it a lot. I don't always agree with it, but I, I do. Th- I always like respect it. Mm-hmm. Sure. They loved this, or uh, mm-hmm. she loved this. The reviewer loved this episode, and then basically at the top, she starts by saying like. You know, Misha Green, you got to trust her. Remember all those great episodes we got from her? She knows what she's doing. She's putting people where they need, like, just, like, relax and release. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and I was kind of like, okay, okay, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And then at the end, she's like, all the dead people are going to come back. And I was like, no, actually, that's my problem with it. If you're mm-hmm. going to kill somebody, you should mean it, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't see a path forward where they can't bring those people back. And I don't like that because I'm like, then you shouldn't have killed them in the beginning. If you didn't mean yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yes. Right, right. Yes. If, if it becomes like, I, I died. Remember when I died to save the world? I, I, I was fooling. That was, a, that was a joke. Well, also, then it's Buffy <laughs> season six and we all know how well that went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, like, you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it, it does. It brings me no pleasure. <laughs> they should do this like it's a stage play. And so the next episode, the next season is like a time jump forward and young and young George is played by the same is, is played by the same guy who plays Atkins. So Jonathan Majors just plays his son. They could also do it like, <laughs> like they would do it like like it's a Shakespearean cycle thing. But nobody comments. You're just like, yeah, he, he he resembles his father quite a bit, doesn't he? Yeah, that'd be funny. Or or you have it's like a time jump and they're like it's young George but he's played by the person who played old George. Oh yeah. <laughs> there it is. Courtney um, B Vance is back. It's back. Courtney B Vance is back but like with like some dumb trendy haircut or something. Right right. right. Hello fellow kids. Yeah yeah, he's got like lightning bolt shaved in the side of his head. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would I'm be George amazing Jr. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I I actually would like that too. What am I? I I I want George back so bad it hurts. I want George back so bad that I'm like, is that Shoggoth that's like pals with Aww. D? Is that George? I don't want uh, that. I, yeah, it feels dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but surely I, you must have felt this too. Did you? Um, I one other thing, but just a total quibble. I was kind of disappointed there wasn't like a weird final sting. Oh yeah, me too. Yes. Like it just kind of and it kind of stopped. I mean, is the sting that D murders Christina? I mean, I guess, but that's not real. You know what I mean? You're waiting mm-hmm. for like, I'm. I, I mean, I it it could be it could be literally anything, but um, George coming back for the dead would be great. Or how about like you? How about like like it it cuts to George in the Pluto Nash costume, like on the on the like on the. A, the the uh, flying saucer that is, of course, in geosynchronous orbit above them, like radioing Hippolyte and being like, they're coming. And then it's like Martians. I don't know. You know, like just something like way out of left field that just sets it up where you're like, what? 
Or maybe maybe even if you got like a beautiful aerial shot of Chicago and suddenly you dove into Lake Michigan and uh-huh. it, and it's it fastens on like this thing that just looks like Lake Michigan's floor and then suddenly an eye opens. Yeah, an eye opens. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, obviously or a Cthulhu heartbeat kind of dun 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. Something something yeah. that suggests that there is there is more to come. I, right, yeah. The only things I can think of that would suggest that there's more to come um, require them to, like, kind of backtrack on some of the stuff that's happened already. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, remember, there's supposed to be 30... What, what, I forget how many lodges. There's, like, 36 lodges or something. So we've seen, like, two or three of them, I guess, maybe. So... Mm-hmm. But they don't have any magic anymore either, so that's not very exciting. No. It's just going to be a bunch of, like, men, <laughs> a bunch of portly white men in suits and dumb hats being like, why aren't my curses working? <laughs> Most irregular. <laughs> I would watch some a bunch of impudent racist <laughs> wizards being I pissed spat, for, like... I mixed, I mixed the spit up on her forehead just so, as is normal, and the maggots do not... Do not team. Instead, could- instead, it's just it's just regular great. It's garden variety gross. <laughs> I ex- I expect there to be racist magic. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd like to speak to the manager. I do think that there is like a lot of. I mean, you kind of alluded to this where you were talking about how it's like hard to describe the show. I do feel like. People talk about how hard it is to describe the show as if shows like The X-Files never existed. Like, like people talk about it as if, like, most shows don't expect you to to suspend your disbelief in some way. You know? Yeah, or... Or they'll be like, "There's, there's funny fictional stuff that is hard that, that that you know would seem goofy, but also there's like good messages. It, it's making a serious point. You're like, yeah, that you you just def- did you just define science fiction for me? Yeah, like I, that 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 that's a that's a societal quibble I have. I'm like, I don't think it's that hard. Like, not really. I mean, basically, you could just be like, it it's a genre it's a genre uh, horror piece." About being black and Jim and Jim Crow America, like what? Well, and, and also we live in a world where like there's all kinds of accolades for things like Parasite and uh, yeah, and, and and us and Get Out, Get Out, no, Get Out, where you know it, it 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 isn't. This is this is this is a good show sometimes, and is probably a groundbreaking show, but it also is not like the first time we've ever seen this sort of thing. It's it, it. This is a you know we more of this please more of this we need more of this. One hundred percent. Also, I put it to you. I feel like no one said that about Watchmen, and I think that Watchmen is at least orders of magnitude more incomprehensible than this from a plot wise standpoint. Yes. I yes. Hundred percent. Yes. 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 And I would argue that I think the population in general in the world is more aware of what Lovecraftian stuff is like than they are aware of the minutia of Watchmen. Yes. No. For sure. For sure. and especially minutia of Watchmen dire- more linked to the the comics than the movie. Certainly. This is the goofy thing though, right? Where people want to be like, oh, horror, horror and Lovecraft. That's nerd shit. Let's talk about superheroes. Now that's mainstream. That's right. Reg- yeah. I mean, you or know, people, people or people want to be like, well, horror, that's dumb. Horror never says anything important. I'm like, horror always says something important. Yeah, right. It just that's... depends on how well they say it and what that message is. Like, and surely, 
yeah, yes. I don't remember. I, I mean, maybe it's just a popularity thing, or maybe it's the media I'm consuming now versus that. But I don't remember people being like getting all twisted up in knots over like the let's face it, excellent first season of Westworld. You know, people weren't like, no, but like, who could it, even yeah, yeah, comprehend this? It, right, the, the robot. There's robot. The robot cowboys. And and I know I look guys. I know it sounds so dumb, but actually, it's really good. Like, yeah, I mean, it's fiction. I mean, I mean, I mean does everything? Does everything have to be the Sopranos to be worthy of, like, talking no. about? No, obviously not. And even if you describe the Sopranos, you could be like, this is going to sound really dumb. But there's this guy. He wears a bathrobe for a lot of it and he eats a lot of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, he whines to his therapist and then he beats up. I guess people. I guess what and I'm getting around women. to is I feel like it's a I feel like it's a little bit racist that people pretend like this is an incomprehensible show, because I think what they're saying is it's incomprehensible that this show exists and it's about black people. Oh, and maybe, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like that. That doesn't sit well with me. I don't like I don't like getting taught lessons about racism when I'm watching a wizard show. I don't like watching wizard shows, but I do like getting taught lessons about racism when I'm watching <laughs> a horror show. <laughs> I pref- I only I only prefer wizard shows if they're written written by turfs, rabid ho- rabid transphobes only. <laughs> I don't please. want the I don't want the media itself to be turfy, but I just like to know it was written by a turf. <laughs> it just comforts me. Um, all right, yeah. I think we should put this to bed. Yeah. Well. Bedtime for Cthulhu. Yep. Sleep forever in Riley. No, um, so thank you for listening to Lovecraft Singles. This is the final episode for the time being. Uh, this is, of course, a, we will return to your regularly scheduled broadcast of Crypt Creepers. Um, I would hope to keep this stream going, um, probably more in, a, in the original singles one-off sort of format, um, because I still want to talk about H.P. Lovecraft every now and then. And maybe I can convince my sister to do that. We mm-hmm. may talk about movies or books. I'd love to do a deep dive. My 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 pie in the sky is to do a deep dive on the excellent, disturbing, Alan Moore, Neonomicon, Providence, comprehensive reimagining, updating, upsetification, sexual assaultification of the H.P. Lovecraft mythos um, in the in those comics. And Ooh, I would love to do that. Don't and that'll be a, that'll be a heck of a project. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. Um, I also would love to talk about Cast a Deadly Spell, a movie that yeah, I sure. genuinely yeah. enjoy. Yeah. No, we can do that. Um, I'm, there's um, uh, Color Out of Space. I, I think there's some stuff to do here. And we could just kind of drop it in, in and out. And uh, maybe they'll like it. Maybe they won't. <laughs> we'll have to yeah. see. Let's see. But in the meantime, um, the next episode that's coming out in a couple of weeks will be um, very easy to catch up on. Uh, I think it actually I think all of these are right now available, weirdly enough, on um, like on Turner Classic Movies. If you have if you have that app or you just want to stream them. Um, But we are coming back in before we start season four of Tales from the Crypt with uh, the movie Bordello of Blood. Oh. The Dennis Miller classic. Oh, man. Human charisma dynamo, Dennis Miller. <laughs> um, and it also means I finally get to make uh, a gift that I've been wanting to make since I watched. I revisited it, but even before we started watching Lovecraft singles of Dennis Miller hopping out of a coffin. Oh, as yes, if, yes. As if he is in a community theater production Rum of Cats. Tugger himself. <laughs> I cannot. I'm. I'm like. I am delighted that I get to do that finally. Oh man! And the weird facial. Oh, it's so good. It's such. It's so good. 
<laughs> the best. As always, thank you for listening to Lovecraft Singles. We hope you stick around and uh, stay with us as we go back to our regular scheduled program for Tales from the Crypt. Um, you, it, but anyway, either way, you can always find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, any platform where you get quality pods at free prices. Um, while you're there, if you would subscribe, rate, or leave us a review, that would be super cool. And you can always find us on our website, outrageousmechanisms.com slash crypt dash creepers. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Donate to a bail fund. Woohoo. Outrageous.